0: This week, the Research Funding Accelerator is coming to you from the Saloso Beach Resort on Sentosa Island. This is an ecotourism resort that relies very much on spring water and uh, if you can hear the noise in the background, it's the reticulated water and the noise of the monkeys. That is not the subject of my podcast this week, however, um, it does give uh, a context in terms of national priorities. So I was asked a question while I was here a couple of days ago on how do you tap international priorities? How do you know what they are? So we're going to talk about the national priorities for New Zealand and how researchers can actually discover what they are. Welcome to the Research Funding Accelerator, where Dr. Tracy Swift, author of How Smart People Win Research Funding in New Zealand, provides a weekly commentary on strategies, tactics, and techniques to help researchers make their proposals more competitive and increase their odds of winning funding so they can do more and better research. In order to demonstrate relevance and impact to New Zealand in their research funding proposals, researchers need to be aware of and understand how their research aligns with national priorities. There's no end of political commentary on national radio particularly, as well as other media, including social media. So the question becomes how researchers can cut through all the noise and hone in on the key areas. So in this podcast, I hope to point out some of the key documents that contain national priorities and the policy objectives. By understanding the hierarchy of relevant policy documents and becoming familiar with them, a researcher new to the system can quickly get up to speed with the direction of travel for the investment for their discipline and for their project-specific area. So I want to actually lay out a guide for some of the key documents. Most of them are living documents, which means that they regularly are updated. Some are old, and there may have been some mission creep, and some will not be appropriate for every researcher. So I'm often surprised when talking to my clients about how many researchers are not aware of these documents, or if they are aware, they've never read them. But in my observation, the most successful researchers in New Zealand, and I know several of them, those that win the serial research funding in large amounts, are those researchers that are tapped into the national pulse, and they are very familiar with the documents that I'm about to share with you. So some of the national priorities have driven investment, in multi-year multi-organisation projects such as the centres of research excellence the cores the national science challenges the nscs and the participatory platforms so they have been designed to reco- to respond to the so-called wicked problems and they're interdisciplinary in nature and require the funding of many researchers across the country so sometimes these um, Groupings, these uh, NSCs and cores, they have a discretionary amount of money to deploy as research unfolds. So they also act as mini funding agencies and they can be a source of research funding for new researchers who know how to access it. The very first document that researchers new to the country need to read is the National Statement of Science Investment 2015 to 2025, or we just say the NSSI for short. So following Cabinet approval, the National Statement of Science Investment 2015-2025, to it was launched in October 2015, and its vision for 2025 is a highly dynamic science system that enriches New Zealand, making a more visible, measurable contribution to our productivity and well-being through excellent science. And it's built on two pillars, obviously the first is excellence, And only excellent science will lead to the kinds of transformative changes to New Zealand's economy, environment and society that the government wants to see. It expects that New Zealand's science will be some of the best in the world. The second pillar is impact. All science should have a strong line of sight to the eventual real-world effect it could have, even if that impact is many years in the future. So from the NSSI, researchers will appreciate fully the key drivers for funding agencies to ask for and assess both excellence and impact in funding proposals. And the theme of excellence and impact um, comes through strongly either in this Funding Accelerator podcast or in the Swift Guide to Success, which you can find on the Wickentree website, as it permeates all government investment science in New Zealand. The NSSI also outlines investment principles for government in terms of financially supporting science that is of benefit to business and industry. It recognises that sometimes there is an underinvestment in R&D by individual firms because it can be hard for them to see a return on investment or capitalise on their competitive advantage sufficiently to warrant significant investment. So where R&D will benefit a single industry or a firm then the proportion of government investment should be low and that of the firms seeking collective benefit should be higher. But where the potential benefits of R&D are very unclear, but the possible uses for science could be very broad and could have a large impact on the whole of New Zealand over a very long time, then the government will meet a larger proportion of the cost. And in some cases, this means the government will meet the full cost of the R&D. So, the NSSI has a very helpful diagram that outlines the vision, the future, the sectors for investment through to 2025. It also outlines the design principles and plan, along with how contestable funding from government fits with these priorities to ensure a stable science system over time. So, that's actually quite amazing. If you've never read the National Statement of Science Investment 2015-2025, to then that, my friends, is your starting point. The second item that new researchers need to read is the chapter titled Building Innovation in the Business Growth Agenda Refresh of 2017. So the Business Growth Agenda was first established in 2012 and it's an organizing framework for economic growth and microeconomic reform. It aims to create an environment that businesses can grow and thrive and the Building Innovation chapter explains how the government would like to see the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment, MB, Endeavour Round and other funds support investment in R&D in New Zealand firms. So that's the second one. Other key documents. There are a number of other documents such as relevant acts. Uh, These include things like the Health Research Council Act of 1990 and these are useful to understand the overall direction and mission of each organisation. So there are acts for each of the universities and for the crown entities, such as Callaghan Innovation, as well as the Royal Society of New Zealand. So it was of interest to me that the incoming president of the Royal Society of New Zealand, Professor Wendy Lana in July 2019, she re- referred to the intentions of its Establishment Act with regard to the research advancement and vitality and what this means in the modern world. A salient lesson that the appropriate act still has relevance and you would do well to have a look at that document for your organisation or ones you want to apply to for funding as the case may be. Whenever there's a change in government or ministerial reshuffle the agencies responsible to the Minister will write a briefing to the incoming Minister which in my opinion these are extremely useful documents. They outline the Minister's responsibility with respect to the portfolio or agency They provide an overview of the progress towards objectives and give key statements or messages with regards to science and research on handover from the previous minister. They usually signal intentions and initiatives that the agency needs the minister to front in the parliament and in the media. So each of the agencies produce a statement of intent each year that has a four year horizon. So, for example, if your chosen funder is the Health Research Council or MB, you would do well to be familiar with the statement of intent and how these progress from year to year. The Domain Plan. The Domain Plan for Research, Science and Innovation System was published by MB in 2016. The Domain Plan is a multi government agency synopsis of all the supporting infrastructure across the system and how it all works together. The Domain Plan sets out a number of enduring questions. One, what is the contribution of research, science and innovation to economic objectives? What is the contribution of research, science and innovation to social, health and environmental objectives? What is the social return on the marginal dollar of government investment? How should government design its investments in research and science? How should government design its support for business R&D and innovation? and what is the role of people in the research, science and innovation system. Those are the enduring questions about research and science that your research funding proposal, when it talks about its implementation plan or its connection to national priorities, needs to reference some of these items that are of profound interest to government. The research performance report Each year MB produces a report that provides an overview of the contribution of research and science to the economy. It highlights success stories and champions the investment in R&D by government. This report acts as a benchmark with other nations' research systems. So now we've reviewed the documents that give you the insights into the workings of the system and the overarching priorities at a national level. That is a way that you can actually tap into the the um, the priorities so key takeaways excellence and impact drive the national research and science agenda in new zealand two there are a range of documents acts and living commentaries on the research science and innovation system in new zealand that give a robust understanding of historical present and future directions for science investment So, in conclusion, if you're coming to New Zealand to conduct research, you need to be aware of how your proposed research fits with priorities in the national interest and how it aligns with the cause, national science challenges, and the overall direction of government in terms of science investment in your discipline. I really hope that you found this quite useful. All of the documents are freely available. You can find them on the um, on the internet. They're easy to download. And I really hope that you find this particularly useful and that it crafts your proposals in a way that makes them more competitive. Once again, thank you for listening. And here's to your success. Thanks for listening to the Research Funding Accelerator. For more, follow Dr. Tracy Swift on Twitter at DrTracySwift1.